the most selective, or we can maybe say the most rejective colleges with an admit rate below 25% experienced slower growth since the 2019-2020 cycle. In contrast, uh, less selective or more accepted, um, accepting institutions with admit rates at or above 75% saw the highest growth. I feel like you used to work in marketing to change that, uh, the most selective to the most rejective. Like that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's a, a conversation that's certainly happening out there right now. And I want to kind of tip my hat to that conversation as we, uh, it's important how you frame it, right? Welcome to the EduData podcast, a podcast that serves as your weekly guide to the data driving higher education. We're your hosts. I'm Jamie Boggs. And I'm Timothy Davis. Join us every Friday for weekly breakdowns of the most important data, trends, and topics in higher education. The EduData podcast is a part of the Enrollify Network, a robust collection of podcasts designed to help higher education professionals like you grow. Explore our other shows at Enrollify.org or check out some of my personal favorites linked in the show notes below. Enrollify is made possible by Element 451, the leading AI-powered, all-in-one student engagement platform, helping institutions create meaningful, personalized, and engaging interactions with students. Learn more at element451.com. Hello and welcome back to the EduData podcast, your go-to source for navigating the intricate landscape of higher ed data. I'm Timothy Davis and joining me today is my insightful co-host, Mr. Jamie Boggs. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? Hey, insightful. That's the nicest thing anybody said to me today. So thanks, Timothy. <laughs> Check. Yes. <laughs> today we are delving into the latest trends in college applications with some especially noteworthy data from the Common App. The numbers are telling uh, somewhat of a compelling story of change and challenges in the college admissions landscape. Yeah, I feel like to some degree, we're all still trying to figure out what life is like post-pandemic. Everything changed. Uh, a, a lot of schools saw a decrease in enrollment, but it also, I think, we saw an increase in non-traditional students. We saw an increase in, in traffic to community colleges. So. And we're all like, are things going to shift back to where they were? Are they going to, is the trajectory permanently changed? And that's what we're trying to figure out. So we're going to look at some data, the most recent available data from the Common App. And we're looking at total application volume for 834 institutions across the country in the Common App Network. In the most recent data point from year to year, there has been an increase of 12% of applications being filed in this previous cycle. That's a big increase. That's a, I mean, over the course of time, you may, if you see a 12% increase, that's going to be over the course of maybe a decade, several years, and depending on the different populations. But why we're here today is to talk about where that actually is coming from and what it means from the future. Does this mean that we're going to continue to grow and that schools are, it's, it's going to be a less competitive market because there are so many applications out there. There are four and a half million applications submitted through the Common App by December 1st of last year. Interestingly, though, the number of individuals submitting these applications has only risen by 8%. So going back to a few weeks ago, we talked a lot about quantitative literacy. What does that mean for us? We have a 12% increase in applications, an 8% increase in applicants, that means that students are filling out more applications. They're submitting more common apps to more institutions. 
and the average number of applications per student is what is going up. Not necessarily the, the number of applicants is up, but not as much as that figure would show us. Uh, the number of applications per student's up about 3%. Yeah, Jamie, I appreciate you bringing up the data literacy component there. Uh, we're talking about an increase in application volume, not just an increase in, in students applying, right? So, so applications, they have a many-to-one relationship with the student. And so when um, we see 4.5 million, it's important to, to recognize that that's not students, that's applications. And they're ap applying to more institutions is what it sounds like. So while we are seeing an increase in application volume, the growth in applications isn't uniform across all institutions. And this is illustrated in some visualizations published by Jeff Salingo on LinkedIn. The most selective, or we can maybe say the most rejective colleges with an admit rate below 25% experienced slower growth since the 2019-2020 cycle. In contrast, uh, less selective or more accepted um, accepting institutions with admit rates at or above 75% saw the highest growth. I feel like you used to work in marketing to change that, uh, the most selective to the most rejective. Like that's, uh, I, yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's a, that is a, um, a, a conversation that's certainly happening out there right now. And I want to kind of tip my hat to that conversation as we, uh, it's important how you frame it, right? Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, and when Both you come are accurate. From, Which one do you want to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you come at it from a perspective of, of education as a, as a public good, you know, as, as, um, as something that uh, we, as, a, as an important service that we provide to society, you know, it's, I think it's also important how you frame that. Absolutely. Hey there, it's Jamie and Timothy from the EduData podcast, and we want to personally invite you to the Engage Summit this summer in Raleigh, North Carolina. The theme of the conference is AI Got You. We're not just talking theories. This conference is your guide to understanding and applying AI at your institution. By the end, you won't just get AI, you'll be ready to lead your campus through an AI transformation. It's for everyone who wants to use AI to level up everything you're doing. Whether your focus is to recruit or retain, the Summit offers a platform to learn, network, and bring back actionable insights to enhance your student engagement strategies. I hope you'll join us and some of our favorite Enrollify creators like Jamie Hunt, Dustin Ramsdell, and Artist Kadu in Raleigh on June 25th and 26th. Use the discount code Enrollify50 and you can register for just $99. You do not want to miss this, so join us at the Engage Summit this June. Learn more and register at engage.element451.com. Can't wait to see you there. Uh, but a critical factor uh, influencing these trends is the aftermath of the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling on affirmative action. Many colleges are adjusting their approach to data collection related to race and ethnicity in the wake of this ruling. Despite these changes, the Common App's December report highlights that uh, a 15% increase in applicants identifying as underrepresented minorities, particularly in the Black and African American and Latino categories, both at 15% increase. Yeah, which again, we're we're trying to view the landscape moving forward now that admissions offices are not supposed to use that data in the process. Are they going to be collecting more, or students going to knowingly? Be more willing to submit or less likely to submit like I, those are things I, I don't think we fully anticipate so another thing to watch for moving forward as data is collected and presented 
you, you always have to have that date of inflection, right? There was a change here that may impact everything after this on your line graph. And I would be and, really interested to see like a survey of prospective students that, that um, tries to address their like perception and awareness of uh, the affirmative action ruling and, and if that affects their, their behavior or not. Absolutely. I think that would be a, a, a fascinating thing to look at. And it's a very complex scenario. And another thing that's making waves in college admissions is the ongoing debate about test scores, especially to test optional schools. Should you sh- submit them? Should you submit your scores? Should you not? And here's a notable insight. This year, more students have opted not to present or report their test scores, which marks a shift from previous cycles. Even those that did not require them, I think students were still thinking, I'm going to submit it anyway in case it gives me a better shot than somebody that doesn't submit it. That's not necessarily the case anymore. The Common Apps data reveals that the growth in this trend has accelerated a great deal over the last year, which is a big shift in dynamics, and it raises questions about the future trajectory of of that pattern. If we're not reporting race and ethnicity as much, or at least considering it, if we're not reporting the test scores, that used to be a big part, of, or at least test scores used to be a big part of the formula, and, and for those that are seeking to increase diversity, then the uh, the ethnicity and race categories were, were an important piece. We're going to have to shift priorities on what's important for those admissions conversations. And I think everybody's still figuring that out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also important to mention the frustration among among students and families um, at the at the college admissions process. I think we're looking at individuals. It's almost more and more of a black box, right? We don't uh, as, as data analysts, we have certain formulas or certain models that we just throw data into and it spits it out. We want to know how it works. And those black box models can be frustrating sometimes. And I think that's what admissions is feeling more and more like as we're taking away these data points. Mm, possibly, possibly. But yeah, Jeff, Jeff Salingo also points out um, that the surge in applications is a little bit overwhelming to uh, especially like the public flagship institutions. And that strain can be felt across the system. And as we observe that tension, uh, the question that kind of looms is, who will make the first move? Will colleges reconsider their enrollment management strategies, or will students recalibrate their approach to college applications? Another thing that that enrollment managers are probably considering, and this has been a trend over the last couple of years that we've seen, is more automation when it comes to decisioning, right? So much of the logic that goes into decisions can be automated, right? You can uh, present that logic to a computer and, um, and the data points that you're looking for in an applicant um, can be computed a lot faster and move a uh, student up further into the, into the decision process, if not complete the decision process entirely based on the data that's on their application and the automation rules that you've set up. That's something that, that um, we're really passionate about at Element 451 is making that admissions and decisioning process as efficient as possible. So I'll be interested to see if decision automations is also affected by this trend. Absolutely. I think it, it will be, and we'll keep you up to date on those things. But I think you've hit the nail on the head there. The, the current scenario demands a re-evaluation from both sides. Increasing application numbers and the evolving dynamics of what data we have, what data we don't have access to, uh, they, they need thoughtful solutions. So to our listeners, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this complex issue. 
Do you think colleges, like how are we going to navigate this world where we don't have access to some of the data we had before, but we have, but we have access to new data. So what's the process for thought leadership on how we should renegotiate those processes? And from the student perspective, are they going to go back to applying to fewer colleges? Uh, obviously, if you're using the Common App, you can you can cast a much, much wider net, theoretically giving yourself a better chance to be accepted to more schools, have more options to select from, what's the best deal, what's the highest value going forward. So we're at a point where a lot of things are going to be changing. Now, we have spent this entire episode talking about an increase in applications, even though it's not as big of an increase in applicants. What happens if the number of actual applicants drops significantly? This is our first teaser. Next week, we're going to talk about the birth rate decline and the upcoming cliff that applicants are going to be on, where we're going to have so many fewer applicants for, uh, for higher ed in general in the coming year. So we'll dive into what that means and what that looks like next week on the EduData podcast. Until next time, this is Jamie and Timothy signing off. The EduData podcast is part of the Enrollify podcast network. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like the other Enrollify shows too. Our podcast network is growing by the month. We've got a plethora of marketing, enrollment, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks, all designed to empower you to be a better higher ed professional. Our shows help higher ed marketers and admissions professionals find their next big idea and feature a selection of the industry's best Azure hosts. Learn from Jamie Hunt, Artist Kadu, Dustin Ramsdale, Jeremy Tears, and so many of your other favorite leaders in higher ed. And Rollify is made possible by Element 451, the leading AI-powered all-in-one student engagement platform helping institutions create meaningful, personalized, and engaging interactions with students. Learn more at element451.com.